0: There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. <sighs> On the left. <laughs> blind, That's when the
1: cannibalism started. What was that?
0: Oh, <sighs> I had great. a dream
1: last night that my hands were slit open from my middle finger down to the bottom of my palm and all the meat was sliding off it, but I wasn't bleeding. Mm. And then I'd look back and they were fine. What does oh. that mean?
2: I don't, I mean, be prepared I've been next time you cut your radishes, you know?
1: When do I cut my radishes? I do <laughs> What am I? Am I a French chef? <laughs> yeah. Am <whatever>. I a ratatouille <laughs> sitting in the, in the kitchen? I don't know. I'm no Pat old rat. Because Pat Noswald hates women. That's, ah, a, that's one, something that we yeah, know. I learned that I on know that. Facebook
2: and Twitter this Heaven uh, this and hell past isn't week. real, but
1: Pat Noswald does not like women.
2: We've heard it. Um, are we ready to rock and roll? Oh, yeah. All right, that's Marcus. I'm Ben. And then to my left, we got this young fella. He's fresh, he's in a fun mood.
1: Fancy feast. He needs a browser. Fancy feast. I like the taste of real liver, I like the taste of real chicken. That's good. I am a Mexican cat.
2: <laughs> really,
1: I'm Henry Zabrowski. That's nice. I like Mexican cat. I'm just waiting for this Henry coffee Zabrowski. to kick in. I gotta get. I gotta, <laughs> gotta. I gotta get this first layer of espresso into my system mm-hmm. before I can be pop- 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 properly online.
2: How much by the gallon fancy feast do you think you eat in a week?
1: Oh my god! I mean. The government, as we know for a fact, there's a lot of things. I mean, we know about the pink, glue, the pink goo. Mm-hmm. You know, we that's know about chicken McNugget. Yes, sure. mm-hmm. we know about corn fodder that they jam into the thoraxes of our cows in order right. to make them large. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. just like that. Let's
3: say they used to sound. Oh, now,
2: now they, they sound.
1: Like, oh. I mean, notice the, the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marcus
2: has the best cow impression in the radio game. <laughs> Everyone's always said that about him, and I didn't believe it until right now. Can I mean, that's you, amazing. Can
1: you. you do a chicken? One? He's done the chicken. <laughs> He's done the chicken good. one before. I don't know chick. <laughs> Honestly, feel like it's. I don't know if that's a chicken.
2: I didn't grow up with chickens. I grew up with cows. I don't know if that's a chicken or if like balls could talk. Yeah. I feel like this is. What's your ball sack sounds like <laughs> waving in the wind?
1: That just sounded like yeah, Ed's hemorrhoids.
2: All right, let's just get to today's topic. I personally love this one. We're talking about the afterlife, heaven and hell. Is
1: it real? No. no. Thank God. <laughs>
2: Do whatever you want in this world because this is the only opportunity you have to live.
1: Um we sat down and we watched an amazing new documentary on the Sci-Fi channel that just came out like last week called The Life After Death Project which was uh you know I love me some ghosties. Of course. You know, I love uh, things that go creepy-grully in the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw uh, a bit about this on 4chan. Someone had posted that this uh, special was coming up. And then I listened to uh, Paul Davids, who is the director and writer of the documentary and on Coast to, to Coast. Um, and very highly... Interesting stuff. This is this is one of the one of the most illuminating documentaries. We watched about an hour of it together. That was nice. It was fun to have a a nice afternoon together. Alone time together. Because we also because I don't have a full couch, I just have a love seat. Mm. So it's like our Butts were touching. Yeah. Our butts were as touching. We were watching it, and which then, is kind of nice. Yeah,
2: we just slowly, slowly got closer and closer as the couch got more and more exhausted from holding our weight. And, and what's and weird it just, like, is went down like
1: it was a sinkhole. Your skin like adopts things. Mm-hmm. Like your skin, like the like, thing. Like yeah. I felt my leg becoming indistinguishable from your leg. Right. As yeah. we sat, because your skin just kind of slides over. Does that happen with women? I don't
2: know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I've never been with one, but uh, as soon as I experienced. That I'll Aww. let you know, but I'll tell you we were watching a documentary on life after death. But uh, we were just sitting right there in heaven, loving we? it. Loving
1: yeah, I mean, it. if there loving was a hell, I didn't know it because I was sitting there with my best friend. That's mm. right. So let's go to the beginning <laughs> of this documentary. A fellow named Ackerman. Uh, there is a, a very famous uh, horror movie memorabilia collector uh, named Forche Ackerman. Uh, seems I think like a, probably the coolest guy of all time. I mean, either cool. I mean, coolest slash loneliest. Yeah. Because yeah. he like lived in a in, like in a world of you know just monster heads. I mean, he had his best friend, confidant, advisor, and caregiver, uh, 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 Joe Moe. Joe Moe
2: may, well, let's just say was, is uh, madly in love with Mr. Ockerman. <laughs> yes, he is. And, uh, He's every,
1: like a lurch. He's like a yes. big gay lurch. So Whenever Aww. they would cut to him in the documentary, it would be him just going like, Oh, you know, Forry e and I, I, when I washed his feet, mm-hmm. I loved the playful smile. That go on his mouth. I don't. I'm, that's. I don't know what the accent was. Yeah, it was a good impression <laughs> though. So, he has like a bowl cut. I think he's Hawaiian. Hawaiian. I always imagine is some sort of weird bastard. Uh, 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 some sort of accent between Irish and Japanese. So you're saying the Hawaiian it's a, accent is a my, bastard it's a little bit more like this. Like, hey, like this. Oahu. Uh, when the lava Marcus is going to say, "Stick the with mountain. the cows and the chicken impressions."
2: <laughs> so, uh,
1: so Ackerman, who's like huge, he's a major iconic horror uh, fellow, major collector, uh, and he is a famous atheist. He's a, yeah. he, you know, he specifically said, you know, like I don't believe in any of the things that I love. I don't like. Uh, he thought that sci-fi was a beautiful dream mm-hmm. that men had, you know, and that, that it was about like our best possible future. Yeah, and he, uh, he was, you know, very famous. He run a thing called Famous Monsters magazine. I know there's going to be a lot so of people cool. like. Uh, uh, Chris Brown from McCall of Puppets, who listens to the podcast, is probably a massive fan of Forge Ackerman. This is a guy, he's very important to the horror community. Yes. He and he's, you know, I don't believe in ghosts, you know, and uh, joked famously to Paul Davids while the, he was alive when they knew each other, saying, like, okay, if there's a heaven, and if I go, once I'm done partying with mm. everybody, once I'm done, you know, letting Sammy Davis Jr. sit in my lap.
2: Yeah, finger banging the virgin, not anymore. Not for the acrimony. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um,
1: and he once he's done, he said he'll come by and he'll say hello. And everyone's right. just like, you are hilarious." Yeah, <laughs> you know, because that's with really, that was the one thing. What I hate with <laughs> the way scientists describe people with senses of humor, because every time anyone describes, he's like, you know, he was he was prevalent with a joke you know it was yeah, like yeah. he would just say something like oh he had quite a he had quite, quite a banal humor about him there was a great
2: know? Oprah Winfrey joke uh, joke, as a matter of fact remember that Oprah joke that he told mm-hmm. I forget oh,
1: yeah. how it goes but I'm going to make a new Phantom of the Oprah film yeah that's right but <laughs> Oprah and I'm going to call it Phantom of the Oprah <laughs> and people <laughs> and all of the like, sci-fi yeah! Like, yeah
2: yeah sort of, it was sort of a situation. Like, if you would play basketball against, like, Kim Jong-un.
1: Like, every shot. That's a great shot, Kim. <laughs> that's a great shot. People were very... It so was a sci-fi old. audience. They were just happy to see the 90-year-old man yeah. get out there and speak. Yes. He was also known as Forey mm-hmm. and the Acker Monster. Yeah, the Acker Monster. And yeah. he also... Li- he he I would put Acker on Monster. all of his like address slips... Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, California, like Boris Karloff. You know, like... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so he... So basically, you know, again, he poo-pooed the idea of an afterlife. Mm -hmm. Heavily poo-pooed it.
2: Poo-pooed.
1: And so they were making a memorial after he died, and sadly he died at the age of 92. He wanted to be 100 years old, but, I mean... Sometimes you win, sometimes you die Your body's made out of origami cranes. You're 92 years old. Anything (laughs) can kill you. You know, and God
2: knows how bad those jokes were going to get.
1: If you're 92 right now, let go. You know, because in the end, you're just you're taking up all the corn feed. It's our <laughs> corn feed.
2: Yeah, I've heard that about old people. Yeah, they're
1: sucking up our pink goo. Sucking up the pink
2: goo. And my eating all the food.
1: Cor- my cat food infused <laughs> hot dogs.
2: Sadly, there are a lot of ninety-two-year-old people eating Fancy Feast right now. No idea it's for cats. <laughs> no idea.
1: I is <laughs> nice, some fancy tuna. <laughs> this is nice. Oh man, I can't believe they did all these. They pull out all the stops for these cats. <laughs> Um, so they, (laughs) so basically these, uh, when they were making the memorial for Forge Ackerman, two Canadian filmmakers went and they were like, playfully, they're nerds. They went up to the, his grave and they were like, knocked out like, oh, hey there, for you home, for you know, and they get back to the hotel and basically they're going to write about how like they visit his grave. And when they go to write in the captcha, to like to log in securely into their blog it says Ackerman mm-hmm. like the captures Ackerman they're like okay they they refresh it again and again and it keeps saying Ackerman Ackerman right and then he's just like what is going on here it's like for Ackerman who literally was like for Ackerman's dead and then a, the computer p- compo- behind them which is really cool in the documentary they went straight to the room and they, I mean they're nerds and so they're mm-hmm. like we were in our exact same positions the uh, they it was I was here and Donald right. was over there just no, like I, I remember I was, I was, yeah. was here I <laughs> <laughs> I was here. Uh and so they like cut over and apparently the other computer fired up into a pop-up window that was like some weird orange circle going like, Oh my god, no way which is... Uh, something- say- that's what it was saying. Oh, my God,
3: no way! Yeah, that's what sort of yeah. it was wow.
2: saying.
3: Wow! <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, means- I was going to make a joke, or the computer just turned on and said,
1: Hey! Hey! Know, guys. But- so,
3: Phantom of
2: the
1: Oprah.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, my God, Ackerman's in the computer.
1: He's making bad jokes from the grave.
2: Oh, this is great stuff. <laughs> so, anyway, but this is kind of a funny thing. So, they see the Ackerman thing, of course.
1: So, that as- was the first incident. But as we're in watching it, don't forget, the name Kissel... Also popped up. Oh, and I took a picture of it. I'll put it on the thing in terms of synchronicities. And that is part of what the, uh, there is a scientist here named, uh, what's his first name? They were showing a bunch of
2: different like pop ups you have to type in to to think, to, um, you know, get to a page or whatever. Uh, And
1: And one of the captures was Kissel? Kissel. One of the
3: captures
2: was Kissel. And I took Ah. a picture
1: of it. Yeah, absolutely have it. Of course. (laughs) 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 Uh Evidence. (laughs) But, so this uh, this Dr. Gene Swartz comes on and that's a part of one of his major like outlining. Uh, theories as a proof of the afterlife, mm-hmm. and one of those is synchronicities. And you, and through this story of channeling Forrest J Ackerman's ghost, there is a—it's crazy. Like the sort of things that happen are very strange. Like, well, Paul David's. It starts with Paul David's, the documentary filmmaker who who right. made it. Heard that story from these Canadians, and he was like, "Ah, okay, whatever, you know. But this is a guy who's only done like lots of different controversial stuff. And so the last, the last, uh, special he did was all on, you know, Jesus after he was 13. There's a lot, there's a lot of stories saying about how there was a long, Time period missing between that and when they finally the lost like, years, nailed yeah. him to the tree. And yeah. that was when he was in India being with the Mahatma Guru, like mm-hmm. smoking tie sticks and writing psychedelic music exactly. them, while dressed as a train conductor. <laughs> uh, and that's a big documentary. That is the Bible I would have uh, really followed. That, was you that know? an accurate breakdown of Sergeant Pepper's? Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they uh, b- basically, here's the story. It's like, really oh, sure. And so he's staying in a hotel while traveling for business, and he has an agenda that, again... A thing I don't particularly understand. He has an agenda that he printed off of his computer screen. This is something that older people do with they the, do internet. They print the internet. I don't know why they, they think it's the... easier to have the papers in your hand. Because right. the papers get like manipulated
2: it. by ghosts. And that's what happened uh, <laughs> in this situation. So he goes to take a shower. Probably the only shower that man was going to take All Well, he
1: specifically nailed it down. He's like, I went in. I took a shower. He's or just took
2: a large <laughs> jump. It wasn't. <laughs> they, they did do a quick cutaway. He just goes into the bathroom. <laughs> and you just see him coming out. You're just like, mm, dookie. Uh, Let's just say
1: he
3: was gone for an indeterminate period (laughs) of time. Didn't he? And let us not specify what was spent.
1: But then he also threw in there that he was like and then and then I went down to the uh, Indian casino and I gambled I lost a hundred bucks.
2: Yeah. Ah, So that's the kind of money this guy's playing with. (laughs) As soon as he lost a hundred bucks, he's like, I gotta go like
1: penny slots. Exactly. (laughs) And he lost a hundred dollars. So he was there for a couple hours.
2: Well I'm dead broke. (laughs) All right. Time to go. So he gets out of the bathroom. So he
1: gets out of the bathroom and he comes up and he finds that on the sheet of paper, one line is really weirdly – like hours after he printed it, one line is wet and smeared Smear. on the paper. When it's, and it is a thing that he wrote on there called Speak to Joe Amodi, who is like some random, I think a bookie. He doesn't Probably. actually say who it is. But yeah. He, then meetup, he's being like Joe Modi. I, I, I that's somebody that somebody doesn't even matter to me. Like he like, <laughs> yeah. would say stuff like that, or just like you're avoiding Joe because when you mm. look at more screenshots of your agenda, Joe Modi's like all over it. So oh yeah. Like, he's important to you.
2: The sentence was: "Speak to Joe and Modi about all the money that I owe him." Give yeah. me
1: back my son. <laughs> mm. He's just like yeah. You know, he's just doing <laughs> ransom negotiations with Joe Modi. Right. Um. And so he takes it. Fun and study. He's like, okay, this is really weird. He he starts like taking it to various scientists who look at it they don't know how it's been changed. They really and, it
2: was interesting though, because these scientists, these are real experts, they didn't know what the ink was made out of. They couldn't they couldn't place it.
1: And they and said that was, the nitrates were found in the ink that was over it, they said that they found silver nitrites in it that haven't been used. In printing since the 1800s, right. like stuff that's like yeah. very kooky dokie weird stuff. I also won't go into all the synchronicities, but then they had several mediums come in, and these were, and they said these are the top mediums like in the world. Right, and one was named like she's from Israel. I'm I not really her. sure what the name was. It's yeah, like, <laughs> so she she's Klingon. on. Yeah. She's a Klingon. Yes. And so she went in there and she was just – they didn't tell her anything. She was just nailing shit. What I do appreciate with this specific documentary and this crew of people is that it was run by Gary Schwartz, who is – a fucking accredited like a maniac like we're talking about like one of the head of quantum mechanics for Harvard mm. like this guy who is like a real not just a. I mean he's got a lot of rings on now sure you know and because now that he's in charge of this I forgot what his actual society he is in charge of this program that specifically studies uh, the afterlife um, and he is straight up like believes it Right. He thinks it's real. And because he has four, like his four parameters for why he thinks ghosts are real, which is, you know, there's physical phenomena, mm-hmm. like what happened with the paper. like and, and then there's synchronicities. And so, you know, like one of the ones was like a um, couple of friends were having dinner with Paul Davids. Paul Davids comes over to a friend, like the friend's house for dinner. He brings a specific bottle of wine. He just goes and buys this nice bottle of wine. Guy goes, like, Where the fuck did you get this bottle of wine? he's just like, oh, I got it. You know, I just went to BevMo and I got it from BevMo. And he like got it and he's just like, well, not only is this like an incredibly rare vintage of wine, but it's a rare vintage of wine in the year 2004, which is the year I got married. I served this wine at my wedding. Right? Because yeah. we love it so much. And we had 10 people at our wedding. And one of those 10 people was Forrest J. Ackerman. So it was like. There we go. That was like. Boom. It's all Weird. making sense. But it's like it's, not like, it's not dead proof, but it's like a thing that's just like, what? Like, that's just. Like, why would it connect back? And there were so many stories like that. And then the next one was uh, the idea of mediums picking up on it. especially sure. Specifically, these hypersensitive ones. And I mean, and they they were like. Hot forty-five-year-olds.
2: So you were fully engorged at this point. I mean, obviously, yeah. mean, and like, totally on board. I do. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in.
1: <laughs> you know. And then, <laughs> do you remember the old gypsy woman that we went to in uh in the West or in the East Village? I believe you didn't everything. believe she, her. Well, it's different. She had eye. She had eye tumors. <laughs> Yeah, her tear had,
2: ducts were inflamed. She had eye tumors, and we could see her game room. And I think a couple of kids running um, around in there. And it the last one was this
1: sort of technological like research that he believes it proves it entirely. What he has is this machine. And what he's been working on for years and years is a way to properly measure like ghost activity. He has and an it, actual
2: ghost machine? He has hmm. a
1: ghost machine, which is a... It is a machine that detects photons inside of a box that's inside of a box that's inside of a box that's inside of a box. box. And the idea is to create like perfect darkness and perfect non activity in the space that this photon thing was. And then what he does now, I mean, it's strange, Mm -hmm. but he sits in a room and asks ghosts questions Mm -hmm. and then watches the things go bleep bleep, 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 and this, like, photons show up in this totally dark like space. That's cool. And so it's like, and then he started believing he was speaking with Forrestia Ackerman. And, and but the thing was, which was really crazy is all these mediums and all these people who have had no communication about this man all said the same thing. You know, he's very funny. Mm-hmm. He is, he, he's having fun with you. Like this whole thing is fun for him. Like yeah. He's showing up. He, he loves to play it. He's figured it out. Like he, he wants you to know that he's communicating with you and he wants you to know that he, uh, he's there. There is an afterlife. He's yeah. living in something
2: and the people that moved into his house after after he died of course they i don't know what they did Man, with all of his what a
1: fucking dickhead what a bunch of dickheads they just
2: cleared out everything that was in his house oh, and they was just, were just huge and monsters and they just made and just it this disgusting
1: and, like Mick mansion and it's yeah. just this uh, dickhead with the fucking party sh- yeah. yeah you know he and had actors. he had the cape Bad. that
3: bella Lugosi wore in plan 9 it's probably and in the garbage somewhere he had the somewhere. ring
1: that that was another weird synchronicity is that the ring that he belonged to him to bella Ligo- that he got from bella Lugosi when he filmed it was like like Drac- it was Dracula versus Frankenstein, I think. He had it, and then they sold it to an estate. The estate sold it to another person who sold it to a, a guy who were in Europe. Sold it to a guy who worked for a pawn shop. That pawn shop, like some weird antiquity store, uh-huh. that antiquity store turned out to be a block from the uh, director's house. And he walked huh. by, and he was like, boom, there's the wow. ring that Forrest Ackerman wore. It's crazy. I would like
2: it's, to see the documentary, like, just follow that ring. That sounds very exciting. Follow that ring. Follow it. But it's just about an asshole.
1: Ooh, <laughs> butt rings. Yeah. Um, but that's what, uh, but this is, it's a But anyway, a very... he haunted
2: the hell out of these actors, which was uh, Oh, which amazing. is great. Yeah, yeah, she
1: was like, you know, it's like Tennant. She's just like, I'm in here trying to work on my new pop song, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, went into the kitchen, you know, get a couple glasses of wine. And then when I came back out, yeah. fuck all my music sheets are spread everywhere. And that's what he said that he would do all the time, too, is, that that he would take people shit and spread it everywhere. Like yeah. he would, like this ghost would just throw stuff all around. Yeah, and the knees, the knees, their knees. Ah, uh, yes, spread <laughs> the knees. Ah, <laughs> I see. Uh huh. So they can have vagina little... with his long ninety-two-year-old ghost tongue. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, get a ghost. In the cleft. Like, oh, Go like, sexual <laughs>
2: healing type situation <laughs> there, yeah.
1: Uh, but then there's a lot of stories about. and So now, just from there, we want to just break into the world yeah, of like g- more stories of people who've been to the afterlife and back, who've seen stuff, some some near death experiences. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that we found some real, real fucking true shit we here. We found some good <laughs> stories. And
2: uh, assuming that Scott, uh, not Scott, that Mister Ackerman is actually in heaven, uh, we have to assume that uh, that he's haunting these people in heaven is
1: real. So these I mean, folks, it was something like it. I mean, there's constant stories. We've talked about them before. You know, there's things like the Bardo. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot about this idea that it's, it's, it's in every single culture that when you die, a part of what your living life is supposed to be is mentally training yourself for the obstacle course that is the labyrinth into the afterlife, which doesn't really make sense why it has it's, to be that tough. way. But yeah. it's like there's a lot of stories about, like, you know, things you have to overcome. There's also, I was reading about the Kabbalah. Oh. Recently, and the Kabbalah right. with the uh, with their nine circles is very interesting. Apparently, we're in the last one, the macha, Malcha. Ah, oh. I, I don't know. Think that, you understand what you're reading, the I know that there's, but they use it sounds the Kabbalah. A lot like the name of that woman, <laughs> it's very similar. Mm-hmm. I need. I just need. I just need it written out in just letters. you Right. Know? right you right, could right. just write it down in letters and tell me how to say the letters. I'll be fine. You know. Yeah. When things get into symbols, you know, it's like I just look at Korean and I'm just like, it's nine four nine nine nine. Is this numbers?
2: Yeah. You sound like you know? Rain Man. Yeah. I understand it. Um, well, let's get into our first story. Do we want
3: to do Angel- uh, Angelica Zambrano? Sure. Angelica Zambrano was shown the kingdoms of heaven and hell oh, and the yeah. return of Christ. <laughs> This is her video testimony translated in English. (laughs) I love this so much. It's my favorite. She saw many, many
2: people down in hell. Yeah, many celebrities. Let's find out who she saw down there. Let's see.
0: When people run, almost everyone that were there in the flames would run towards that place where it rained. And when I looked, they yelled out, No! (laughs) They would yell, Help me, Lord, because at a distance, they could see that the Lord was here. They this said, is her this in hell
1: be. where God said that and she the had to would, see hell. And yes. the demons
0: would begin to laugh. Then I looked and saw how the flames would multiply. I could see how the worms would multiply in them. And so what happened was that It was not water, but sulfur, in which it multiplied the flames and tormented the people. And the demons would laugh and say, worship and adore, because this is your kingdom. This is your kingdom. You have to worship. It's your kingdom forever Uh and ever. The demons would say, and I said, Lord, what's this? And he said, this is the price of that person that has not repented. Uh And And the Lord took me to a place where there was a man that was well known. Like back then, when like me and a friend were attending church and living a double life and in the walk with God. And I would think that all of them that would die would go to heaven. That every person that were there at the services would go to heaven. But I was very wrong. Very wrong. When mm-hmm. the Pope John Paul II died, my friends and cousins would tell me that You're he was that he has gone to heaven. yeah, and yeah your friends would tell you that. And commentaries on TV that would say that the Pope has died. Rest in peace. For he's not rejoicing with the Lord and the angels and, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. angels mm-hmm. of <laughs> heaven. And I wouldn't is believe all was this. But does? I was lying to myself about all this. And then all of a sudden I would see a man that, w- that was being tormented in those flames. And I saw his face. And the Lord showed me his face. And it was the Pope John Paul II. Oh my God! John Paul II is in fucking hell. I love to hear it! it. And he's here in this place and being tormented for not repenting. And then I said, Lord, I why understand. is he here in this place? If he was preaching at, at church and, and he said, daughter, because no fornicator, no idolater, no money grubber, nor liar would inherit my kingdom. Hell yeah, that's right. Said, yeah. God's talking the truth, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. And, of course, yeah. there's there's another celebrity in hell. Yes. Let's, let's move on to him.
0: Famous people like, I should say, Michael Jackson. Ah! This person was a well-known and famous like person it. at a worldly level. And this person was very sa- satanic, although many people never knew this. Mm. But this is true. Because he had made satanic packs and he had made deals with Satan to be able to have his fame and many fans. This
1: woman, too, is that, apparently she started having her thing. visions... After a 21 day fast, they went and had, de- they were a part of some fucking weird sect of Christianity yeah. that they were like, they were, I mean, I honestly, I am next to one of these, like, I, I, I guess it's like a Spanish, like Pentecostal service. Oh, sure. Which is like, bonkers. it's, it's really very strange, um. They always give it. me, you know, I mean, I'm sitting, I get devil shirts on. I'm standing outside. Oh, sure. But throwing cigarette butts in there, you know, mm. like telling them, just being like, yeah, fun at the hot dog factory, <laughs> you idiots. You know, as they walk in there. Uh, yeah. Just so you understand why I'm getting problems from them. Right. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about Um, but I do think that they uh, – it's very weird. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what they said. They, they really do. They think that John Paul – they think that, that he's a sinner. And they think that mm-hmm. – like, they also – there's a whole section when her great-grandmother's in hell.
2: You know, Because fine, she never like- forgave
1: her daughter or, like, something – some, like, weird, dumb thing. Which is like – there's just no re- – and there was another guy. I forgot his name. That was on the same website, TestimoniesOfHeavenAndHell.com, yeah. which is a lot of fun. Um, There's
2: also, uh, let's not forget about another famous singer that uh, that young Angelica saw in hell, Selena. Yeah. The woman that was shot in the head by her manager. She yeah.
1: saw Selena. She saw <laughs> Selena in hell. She so saw
2: in Selena in She hell.
3: just saw the two biggest people to ever exist in Latin culture. <laughs> right. And oh. then Michael Jackson, Pope who is John Paul second.
1: There's no in bigger. It's Selena and Michael <laughs> yeah. Jackson. Yeah. And they're signing specs with the Satan because it gets them their fame. Yeah. <laughs> That fucking, I was so that stoned last night. I got so stoned and I just, I watched about 45 minutes of that. I mean, hour there was an, an hour, and, there's 20. An hour
3: tw- and 20 minutes of footage. What and is- this isn't, a, this is translation. This is not, the little girl is speaking in Spanish and what you hear is a translator who
1: I think is putting her
3: own spin on that. Well, you be.
1: It's Could not be. a he, it's not a she either. It's a he because he also does the mother and then you, lit- you listen to him pitch his voice up. For the daughter, like when he—it's the oh, same good, dude doing uh, the whole thing. He's a pro. He's a showman.
2: What's the torture that Pope John Paul is going through? I mean, is it a pineapple in the butt or what's well, happening? I like
1: to think it
3: the, was worms. It was yeah, oh, worms are eating flesh. Yeah. Okay, she,
1: she said the same thing that each one of them had a patch of metal in them that was unaffected by the worms. Okay, but then the, like you know, worms were crawling. They said there were a bunch of demons were raping her grandmother, and that worms were like <laughs> eating her face and her <laughs> ass. Yeah, which is just like you know. <laughs> I mean, don't even. Why do we got to show her these things? Why does God show her these things? Why does God choose a 13 year old girl? Why is there, why did God make a hell in the first place?
3: Uh, Why is there any of this stuff? This is something that I have figured out, uh, or not really figured out, but something that I have heard from uh, people giving their testimonies what Jesus tells them is that God did not create hell for sinners, God created hell to hold Satan. That doesn't make any sense. Mm. And Satan. his and his followers, however, well, people, good, because he likes it. <laughs> Hail Satan!
2: Hail Satan! Satan loves it.
3: <laughs> but people would not repent for their sins. I just—they would not repent. So I'm he just started lost. sending sinners to hell. So he didn't create it for them. There was another there, it just happened to be convenient.
2: I feel like a lot of these aren't even about not repenting. There's a lot of forgiveness stuff in here. That's why her great great grandmother was down there and that's why this other fella Daniel Oh
1: yeah.
2: yeah when he, He's from uh, Ni- Africa. Yeah, Nigeria. He was an actual pastor. He died. He went to hell
1: because he didn't forgive his wife before she died. But if you listen to this story, his story is just like she come to me. I won't say what she did. To offend me, she offend me greatly. So I, she like spoke to so him. So I put her, uh, I put her uh, in a uh, art. I put her uh, in a but an house. He like put her in a in a tiny in a tiny shack. He two her behind the house. Yes, and she's like, and she come up and she knock on the door. She knock on the door and I say, no say good morning. I no say good morning to her. <laughs> and then she come up next day, knock on the door and I no say good morning. I no say good morning. She offend me. What'd she say offend me greatly? And I right. was just like, what did she say? He just kept her captive. What did you, do? you put her in a shack. Yeah. And then he You're got you to kill your wife. You got to see, though, I just, I'm going to put that one up on the Facebook page just to see the reenactment of his accident, because he got into a car accident, and the African actors, they got to act him. is just mm. him, guy going like- Oh no, I mean an accident. And then they're like goes <laughs> up. Right. She's like she's like, please, Manto, don't die. Please don't die. And she's just like nice. I'm dying. And her name is um his wife name is uh is uh, is uh, Niga. <laughs> that's her, his wife's name. Okay. Kind of thing and, and it, so, um, you it's sure, sure about <laughs> that? It's, yes, sure it's yes. that's
3: her name. If you listen,
2: <laughs> okay. If you listen to it. I mean, some people that <laughs> could be a name. It's a be, yeah. Possible. It's a yeah. plausible name. Very, sure. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Very
1: questionable. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the whole thing. It's just like, you know. And then when, and when when this. Nigga woman came to speak with me. I knew for a fact that there was like, like just saying stuff like that. You know, the whole thing, and thinking, I was just like, "Oh God, I'm gonna die."
2: It I had a good time last night. I like it. Uh, so we've. Dabbled- I ate an entire pint of ice cream. Oh, you don't even have to say that. We all know that. That's just always assumed every time we see him. Yeah. So we've dabbled in hell. Can we can we talk about heaven for a second? Well, I've
3: got. I want to do one more story about hell. Okay. Please do. Yes, one more. This was. Uh, this is from a woman named Mary Baxter. Mm. She wrote a book called Testimonies of Heaven and I Hell. Love
1: this. This is a great one. Oh, She's hilarious too. She is
3: fantastic. In 1976, for a period of 40 days, Jesus took Mary Baxter to hell and heaven, where she describes her experience to what sinners without Christ would feel. She describes how, quote, instantly my soul was taken out of my body. I went with Jesus up out of my room and into the sky. It was as though I had died and my body was left behind on the bed while my spirit was going with Jesus up through the top of the house. Jesus then took me to hell. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the, old switcher- <laughs> the old Oh, Jesus Switcheroo. Classic. Oop,
1: up, 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 woo! Slam
3: it down. Slam it down. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom desc- of the Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes. She describes hell as being shaped like a human body lying in the center of the earth. The body is lying on her back with both arms. You know what also this
1: reminds me of just real quick? You know like the details that the kids talked about when they were remembering like the uh, satanic ritual abuse? Uh It's really interesting about how all these thoughts are very similar. They are. Like in terms of the way they describe things as being very, uh, it's very childlike and, and dumb sounding. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh,
3: Jesus said, "As I have a body of believers, so hell has a body of sin and death with many chambers of torment." Nice. And this, she saw, I love this. She described strobe lights and ugly snakes slithering about. Oh, she hated the seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. If she was in
1: 1992 in the meatpacking district. That's rough. It's <laughs> this a is rough my go.
3: favorite. There was a preacher who was about six feet tall, and his skeleton was a dirty, grayish color, mm-hmm. like a tombstone. Parts of his clothing still hung on him. She says, I wondered why the flames had left these torn and tattered clothes and had not burned them up. Burning flesh was hanging from him, and his skull seemed to be in flames. A terrible odor comes from him. She continues. Just a Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lawrence? Ah! Mike Lawrence, of course, a, a nice little comedian fella. Ah! And uh, she continues As we left that night, I saw a group of demons coming up to a coffin. They were about three feet high, dressed in black clothes with black hoods over their faces. <laughs> That's just from fantasy. They were taking shifts, <laughs> tormenting a soul. And my fat. No, this is my favorite part The Fun Center.
1: Oh, the SL's <laughs> <Yeah>. Fun Center. <laughs>
3: Jesus told me there is a place in hell called the Fun Center, Mm. which is a Roman gladiator pit. And in this Roman gladiator pit, Satan watches upon
1: And he's a a lot like, you know, the Satan. Do you remember that old movie Legion? (laughs) (laughs) The the old movie Legion? It's it's just like him. It's just
3: all, everything that she has is just, she just watched a bunch of horror movies and these are fucked up nightmares. Yeah. And uh, she's of course, says,
2: Gladiator as well, because she loves Russell
3: Crowe. Yeah. Mm. And what she says, what happens in the Fun Center is that people who led good people astray in heaven are tormented by the people that they themselves did lead astray. What I
1: also love is it, it makes they make this case of Satan a lot of times in these things that it sounds honestly just like the U.S. government where they would take a yeah. good person. They say the one example is that first guy who was a pastor. Yeah, <clears throat> where they took this good person. Satan sent him a bunch of demons to tempt him sure. and got him going, get him tempted, get him tempted, and then just killed him. Yeah, and Satan then, Gotcha! You know? And same thing like what we did with the Boston Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Ah. What confuses me
2: about this, though, and maybe you'll have some answers. Is So are these people that are torturing the tormentors, that, the people that were tor- tortured on Earth and tormented by these people and now are tormenting these folks, is that their
3: heaven? She, Jesus did not specify. I just
1: feel like it's very confusing. She just said,
3: I mean, I know, I agree.
2: Yeah, Hitler
1: should love it down there. Right.
3: <laughs> right. Who would think so? Well, him and Pope
2: John Paul and Selena. I mean, that's the thing. If you want a good concert, go oh to my hell. God. Michael Selina. Jackson
1: Selena. Michael Jackson. That's you about got it. But who else do you need? Hitler Hitler and Pope John Paul. Fucking Selena. Right? And they're laughing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> all the way to the hell
3: bank. And here's uh, an example of Jesus being an asshole. Uh-huh. Uh, one night he brought her to hell and said, You must experience hell fully.
1: Why? uh, Why though?
3: She said. I looked at myself and saw that holes were beginning to appear all over my remaining flesh. I began to turn a dirty gray color, and gray flesh fell off me. There were holes in my sides, my legs, my hands. And then I started getting
1: botox with (laughs) Doctor Zismore. Thanks, Doctor Zismore.
3: (laughs) I cried out, "Oh no! I am in hell forever! Oh no!" (laughs)
2: That's That's what you say when you're in hell forever. That
3: is a direct quote, by the way. (laughs) Oh no! I'm in hell forever. And then, man. And then Jesus. Stopped it. It's like oh, that. Nice. So that's what hell's like. Go tell the people. I mean, he's a, so him retarded. and him and
2: that Castro character are very similar. It sounds like you torture and torture somebody, and then finally you give them a sweet release, and then they're you're in love with Jesus. Jesus just hurt you terribly bad. What are you talking about, Castro, the fellow who kept? Yeah, the women. but I
1: mean, like the ki- they they fall fell for Jesus. All the women did.
2: Well, the women that I'm sure that they were religious. No, that's no so
1: retarded because there's uh, no way a God could exist that would allow them well, to what be self-active and rape for ten years. Well, right? you never
3: know, oh, God. What I'm saying is He's not concerned with man He's
1: asleep at the wheel
3: He
2: is <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, you torture somebody And then you stop torturing them And then they love you Because you stop torturing them Even though you're oh, Stockholm
1: one. Syndrome Exactly yeah, yeah,
3: that's what Christianity is
2: it's Yeah It's
1: just a
3: bunch of Stockholm <laughs> and, ah. and then finally Finally After all this time in hell He finally brings her to heaven That's nice And he says The angel says Behold The power and might And majesty of God Let me show you the place he has created for the children. God. And all at once, there was a large planet looming before her. A planet as large as Earth. Oh, my God. The Mormons were right. Interesting. The Lord explains what happens to aborted babies then. Oh, Oh, what happens? That's his opener? I (laughs) I mean... I think it's just what was on her mind. Oh at yeah. The time. Well, no, first what we take to, the scissors out of their
2: necks. Aborted
1: babies? Yeah, come on. What happened to aborted babies? <laughs> it's like,
3: well, Elvis, turns them into coleslaw. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> Nibbles them down. My angels go down and bring the children to me when they die. I have a place where they can grow, learn, and be loved. I give them whole bodies and restore whatever parts they are missing. But isn't that a better bunch. than being alive? So much better.
1: Right, so much better. Yeah,
3: they're really making a pro choice. You're in heaven already, and you have a glorified body. He says, "I give them glorified
1: bodies." Yeah, Yeah. look at our bodies. Look like Uh, a bunch of pancake batters, like shot into a bunch of dirty pants.
2: Oh my god, aborted babies (laughs) looking like Dwight Howard up there.
1: (laughs) I look like a half-eaten
3: corn dog stick. It's just sad. <laughs> it's
2: just sad. <laughs> Marcus, can you throw out one more behold, please? Because I really enjoyed when you said that. Behold! That's great. <laughs> I just pictured an, an angel just practicing uh, in the mirror, like, I'm going to get my behold right to
1: Behold! Today.
3: Be- <laughs> Still not
2: quite there, Sammy. Behold! But... Be-
1: no, 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 you're dumb. screaming it. You're screaming it too much. I was like, behold, behold! And now you're just kind of whispering no, no, it strangely. No, no, I think I'm not going to say that... I just don't think you're a right fit.
2: You know what? <laughs> Try sucking on a couple of lozenges and come back yeah! in 3,000 years. We have eternity. Ah! So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's a
3: There is another wonderful account of heaven. Uh, this uh, is written, it's a Christian book, written by Mr. Todd Burpo. <laughs> yes,
2: Todd Burpo, and I believe his son, Colton Burpo. <laughs> yep. And it's ha! called. What?
1: what fucking country is Burpo from?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Burpos, I believe what? they're American. Is, is that
1: Italian? <laughs> Is that Italian? We come
2: from a long line of
1: burpos. (laughs) God, it's a tough name to be proud of. Burpo. Uh, You're a burpo, son. Go out there and act like it. (laughs) Okay. Hey, little girl, why don't you come here and touch my nuts?
3: By the way, this was a number one New York Times bestseller. Sure. Uh, It's called Heaven is for Real, A Little Boy's Astounding Story of His Trip to Heaven and Back.
2: Burpo. (sighs) God, it's nothing. Yeah, like the kid wasn't going to have a hard enough time anyway in life with the last name Burpo. Now name he's the Colton weirdo who went to Burpo heaven before.
1: <laughs> there was also like Angelica would talk about in Angels. The aunt had come with me to school. Like, she was, <laughs> right. what a fucking nuts person. Also, I, I mean, forgot to say that, that they told her, God told her they were going to kill her on the 20th day. And I, and I went to my mother and I said, oh, mother, they're going to kill me in the 21st day. And they they laughed and I laughed. And everyone called me, like, why are you laughing? You are going to be dying. And I was like, no, I get to go see the Lord. And they're all laughing and we laughed. And I it's gave all my joke. things away. It's and it's like a sixteen joke. year old girl that just got taken there and she's like, the mother's telling all the relatives, it's like, the Lord's gonna kill her in a week. You Isn't know, and they're all exciting. like, yay! You know, it's like I was sitting there thinking about like, these people live in a house. These it's people, shorter. like all sit These people you go to school with. They could be working at Sweetleaf next door right now. They could be sure. like making coffee, looking and seeing a giant Centurion angel in front of them, with <laughs> giant wings, just going like,
2: "Soon, soon <laughs> yes, yes, very soon, you will be with me." Well, I've got to make this espresso, so I don't have time to deal that with you right now. It scares the shit out of me. It's terrifying.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, go back to Burpo. Yeah, Burpo. So, uh, Colton,
3: uh, that he says that during the months after uh, emergency surgery, uh, he began describing events and people that seemed impossible for him to have seen or met. Examples included... You know what that means? Ritalin. <laughs> Boom. He's got ADHD. Examples include his miscarried sister... Oh, he saw his miscarried
2: sister because his mother was crying in the living room every time he walked in. Oh, absolutely. And just told him just all not, about Samantha. There should
1: have been two of you, Colton Burpo. Oh. There should have been a little Farty Burpo as well.
2: Yes, we oh, were going to name her Farty Burpo. <laughs> just to go so well with the, the overall Bowley sound of our name. <laughs>
3: Oh, Farty Burpo. Farty Beth Burpo is a great name. Farty
2: Teresa Burpo. (laughs) Oh, yes. Of course, Teresa after Mother Teresa.
1: And burpo after burps and farty after farts. That's
2: <laughs> 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 so what he'd be the great-great-grandfather who came over here. He got to the land. He's like, you've got to choose a last name. And he just, he just burp.
1: <laughs> you're a burpo. God no! damn it. I didn't
2: want to burp when I got on. I, I promised myself I wasn't going to burp. I shouldn't have had them chili
1: dogs with Sammy Davis <laughs> Jr. Jr. Which
2: this guy just dumps in his pants. Uh, you're a Shatz. I'm sorry.
1: God damn it. Oh, this is
2: awful.
3: Uh, and he also said that he uh, met his great-grandfather, who had died 30 years before Colton was born. Mm-hmm. He also
1: met extra-biblical... He <laughs> got hit by a train by, while raping an Asian woman. Ah, <laughs>
2: that's how all burpo men died before the 1960s.
1: Another classic burpo death. <laughs> <laughs> he,
3: made, he made extra-biblical claims <laughs> that he personally... <laughs> yeah, he personally Shh, met- I think I can hear a burpo coming. <laughs> <laughs> he personally met Jesus riding a
1: rainbow colored horse. Uh-huh. <laughs> very nice.
2: Yeah, we just they being gave
1: fed <laughs> buckets of cum by Elton John. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they gave him all the toys they were gonna give to that girl that got miscarried. And he sat in, in Jesus'
3: lap while the angels sang songs to
1: him. Oh yeah.
2: very nice.
1: Oh. Jamie Mac. When are you coming back? <laughs> oh, this is, Jimmy you're Mac. A cool, Jesus. This is amazing. I love it. <laughs> Uh, Burpo was fucking oh, yeah, cursed.
3: So, oh, and also this uh, this book was ghostwritten by the same guy who wrote Going Rogue, Sarah Palin's book.
1: Yeah. Ugh. So he's all, it's all facts. It's a whole fucking it's all real. A group of idiots. Yeah. Burpo. And uh, uh, what
3: I've noticed in a lot of my uh, research of near-death experiences mm-hmm. among Christians, and specifically among the fucking batshit crazy ones, uh, is that there is a whole group of Christians who are anti-near-death experience. And they say they're completely against it because they say that uh, the testimonies that the uh, near-NDE people give are ridiculous and
1: stupid and not real. Completely completely
3: Mm -hmm. contradict what the Bible says. In fact, one of the— Because the Bible, of of course, says— no burpo <laughs> shall pass through <laughs> these doors. Uh, the uh, woman that uh, that I married, Baxter, I found out about her story from uh, ReasonIsTruthMinistries dot com. Yeah, because they went through and just ripped her, ripped her a new one. They didn't like real bad, huh? real one star review, one star. Yeah, and that, is, that is unfair. One star, and uh, one of the main reasons they gave, you know why. Jesus never, ever, ever, Mm -hmm. except for once, which was just a birth announcement, never gave the power of prophecy to a woman. Just wouldn't do it. I mean, it's a dude's game. I mean, if you want to be a prophesizer, you got to be a man.
2: I mean, that's the one major flaw they have with it. That's been, it's just very interesting. You could pick it apart in a lot of different ways. But they just went right for the gender. It really, that is, exactly. That they really the...
3: is. That was their bigot. That was the one thing that they kept harping on over and over. Right.
1: But there is something to some of these experiences. I really think that there is... There is shared... I mean, there. a lot of things get shared throughout, you know. The, the more and more we see the fact that, you know, our long-term memory is not held inside of our brains. We access it by some in some sort of cloud formation... You're starting to see that that is real. There is something outside of the human body, it does move with something it could possibly hold our personal information into it we don't know
0: Yeah,
2: you know
1: but it's like I just don't know I think our brain puts on a show for us yeah, I, think I think that
2: you go and do a thing honestly I think your body just goes through a bunch of trauma and they're like well it's time to make you feel amazing because you're about to die yeah, yeah exactly and you just yeah. shoot
1: me into it's just gonna be me in a taco salad with all the meat made out of a bunch of boobs that's yeah. gonna be a heaven yeah, or a hell just, for
2: you by the way that's
1: heaven baby that's heaven okay and I, I went to Yahoo <laughs>
3: Answers to ask and I asked some people what happens when you die
1: oh Oh yes, I can't wait to hear what Yahoo Answers responds with. And, they tend to be right. And
3: Mohsen says, when you die, your chemical and electrical charge of your brain dies. So, nothing after it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Fascinating. Fascinating. And I think that's the best answer.
2: Oh, yeah. okay,
1: I mean, definitely. Well,
2: that's true, though. A lot of drug addicts, uh, when they go through, if you like OD on heroin and stuff, a lot of drug addicts just say they've experienced nothing because the brain's all, you know, dripped full of uh, all the liquid, all the serotonin, all those things were already gone.
1: Well, I had a very interesting uh, mushroom experience speaking with an otherworldly entity. Oh, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. And what so uh, I spoke with the Big Lebowski. You did? Yeah. I did, yeah. And He said he came to me in a form that, in which that he thought would uh, not upset me in a way, in a form that I could understand. So
2: he was a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ah, Benjamin. I don't know if you're aware of this. Henry has a bit of a weight issue, and that's why we make fun of him so all very much, all the time.
1: It's Uh, okay, don't... I'm gonna die early. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're never gonna die. I had chest pains yesterday. Why? (laughs) Because I'm stressed out. Why are you stressed? Because the world's falling apart.
3: Well, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. It's very true. an Irish girl told me, when I conk, the government people will have to bury me because I don't have any family cool that's the worst afterlife yet i mean that is definitely what will happen when she dies yeah Yeah. that's what's
1: called being an irish family it's just being a single alone woman living in a bog and
3: i Mm. found one what should i tell my 10 year old daughter about what happens when you die because her grandfather is dying yeah of course And there's so many uh people that are like you know what just tell her the truth just have a read <laughs> yeah, the purple book. Yeah, it said, never lie to your children. They will always remember. Instead, be honest but age-appropriate. Go to John 11, 11, 13. Go what Jesus said about death. He compared it to sleep. As she grows older, you can go to Ecclesiastes 9, 5, and 10, which goes into details yeah. about the condition and of And the, the
1: soul is torn asunder by thousands <laughs> of hooks. They go, and the hot dog meat from the brain is turned yeah. into a burrito for Satan himself. <laughs>
2: That's the thing. As soon as my kid asks me, like, what happens after you die? I'm going to be like, well, let's see what Clive Barker has to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Turns out a lot of pins are involved.
3: And one more thing. Uh, someone asked, do you want to see what happens after you die? It was written by... I'm sad bastard. I really want to see what happens when I die. I want to die right now. My life is miserable. Why should I stay alive? My life is miserable. There's mm-hmm. no need for me to stay alive. I'm very excited to see what happens after I die. I want to see it right now. I deserve it as much as I want alert in this er- crappy er- life <laughs> on this, <laughs> the no alert. And And uh, user BANANA said, ah. and that's in all <laughs> caps, you need to get laid. <laughs> Pull your head out of your ass and get me my burger and fries. You're a loser only if you choose to be one. Oh, well, that's the only
1: Yahoo answer I've ever agreed with. Yeah? See, 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 like a 50-year-old black dude with like an afro just been like, Come on, man. All you need to do is learn how to dance.
0: <laughs> Ain't no reason get to be sad. Bo-
1: get some boogie in your step. You get a boogie in your step, then them clouds just boogie away. Oh, my God. That banana black man is right he is right i like his style i can't believe that i met banana at just the right time (laughs) this is ladies night and it's feeling right that's (laughs) right what
2: a what a great uh great great conversation guys yeah Yeah. Uh, um all right that's just sit back and enjoy the view yes indeed so
3: hail satan everybody
1: (laughs) can we be the new view
2: would of
1: course we can that would be are great. I would love to Let's just, just start
3: uh, calling ourselves the New View,
1: but do the thing that that Ronald Reagan mask, where the Max Headroom guy thing, like when the guy interrupted the broadcast. I saw that a while ago, but I love doing like imagine us like hopping in and it's just us sitting in a boiler room with a table, just being like, <laughs> "And welcome to the View," you know, and just like <laughs> us just like f- cutting off a dude's fake penis every once in a while, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I put it in a hot dog bun, like ah, like licking it.
2: It'll be a different show. <laughs> I like it though.
1: <laughs> and good. he's just screaming. ah! (laughs) everyone meet our guest Bradley Cooper
2: oh my goodness so what's the show all about oh you'll see (laughs) you'll find
1: out very very soon let's Uh, cut open his balls to see this candy in him heard he's got pinata balls it's sweeps
2: week let's do it
1: well thank you so much for listening to the program thank
2: you you. magustalations Magustalations. hail me and of course hail yourself everybody.
1: hail Satan as well first because if not you're going to hell
2: or you're gonna go to heaven. The fun afterwards. center in hell. Gonna yeah, fun the fun center.
3: Yeah, the fun center. We're gonna go to the fun center, and all of you people shall be torturing us because we're leading you astray. Uh
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs>